Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. I got he has the zombie undeath thing and going on. It looks like, yes. I look almost like uh, I should be on this show, except hopefully I would be on the better version of this show. <laughs> the original, the flagship, instead of stuck in Terminable Season 2 of dinghy. Fear the F***ing Dead, <laughs> where people stand on a boat and say one, three, three... S- word sentences at each other i wasn't impressed at all with first season at all i did i thought it ended like on a on a yawn and then i skipped the first three episodes and i hit this one it's the same yawn (laughs) pretty much the folks the the voices you are hearing which you have not heard in a while ever ever, ever. ever heard them at all um is this is the original team zombie here tonight mm-hmm. um we've got the, the band is back together the band's back together <laughs> that's right um and uh, uh curtis smith and Anne marie zarelli are here uh in town physically physically present, present. um and they have not been subjected to this season see what and, what had yeah. happened was uh Anne marie decided that she wanted to pursue a life in another city and so she moved to new orleans and then the other thing that had happened was Curtis has become sort of like a, a really well-known local actor person. And so he gets like... And writer. Jobs and does theater and and writes and, and performs art. And all I do is raise three children. and You've got the harder job of all of them. And, and, and sit around and wish for days that I may have had one time in my life. And Curtis goes out and does it and then he's just like oh, i'm just too busy to hang out with my friends and so then i'm like oh well okay curtis that's so fine go live your dream because that's what we all wanted to do and so curtis goes and does it and doesn't come and watch the walking dead with us For- because you know what curtis you know what curtis just because you're a couple of miles away you should really just remember who was there who was there who told you to cut your hair because you were going to get oh good God, parts when you had yeah, the long much. crazy hair were you were you curtis you weren't and so you listened to me and now you're getting you. all the good work i owe everything and, to you and everything you don't all of come the around experience anymore. that i have uh, all both of them. So no, I'm sorry. No, no, you go right ahead. You got it. Okay, fair enough. Dustin, that it was an impressive start to a, a massive guilt trip, but it the glare, the glare took over, and well, then it became this little menchy thing. And it you was, know, I know, I, I felt it happening. Yeah. But see, here's the thing: Typically. that little two-minute interlude more interesting than the hour of television we just oh watched. Oh my god, yes. And I just have to say this is the first episode of Fear the Walking Dead I have seen and now I, I don't have any pangs at all about not having cable in New Orleans. Yeah, but I don't yeah. miss it. There is well, some good stuff on cable, it's just not the show. If you, not if, this one. if you were given episode four of The Walking Dead and said, here, watch the show and decide if you want more than more than four channels, I think that you'd be like, no, I'm good. 
I'm fine. I think I'll just stick with, you know, NBC. It's a testament to how how much I adore you guys. Yes. You can't get the band back together without the bass player. <laughs> 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 well, you can, but it's just, yeah. You yeah. Hey, you there would be no Beatles without Ringo Starr. I I had opportunity to, to see Game of Thrones tonight, and, and I the... threw that away so I could watch oh, that bullshit. Well, we fed you. You did feed me. I'm not saying I have regrets. I'm I'm saying (laughs) I would have rather done this and watch that whatever it was we just saw, which we'll get into in a minute. Mm. Do we have to? Yeah. yeah. That's the point of the podcast. Then an actually amazing show that I'm deeply invested in. I've only seen like four episodes of Game of Thrones. Really? Oh yeah, I watched like maybe the first four episodes of season one, and I keep hearing that it's awesome, and like the production shots look great or whatever, and I hear there's like a dragon or something, but I'm I'm just I guess I just like I don't have HBO, so I'm just you know Penny Dreadful's back on tonight. Oh, oh I love that show. It's this third season, and it is I don't wanna, I they released watch... they released the, ep- the the first episode of the third season on YouTube, so I've actually I got to watch it. This is how good Fear the Walking it's Dead good. is that we we're, we're totally don't Pretty much. care that we're not talking about. Well, look, we're, we were we got exci- we're excited about these other shows coming back, and Dustin and I, I don't know if we started off dreading it so much. No, I think we were like we were like so. Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? Where we were legitimately interested in where could this show go? We're going to be on a boat. That could be cool. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. by the middle of the first episode, we were like, no, no, being on a boat is not going to be cool. And if you listened to last week's episode, which we hope you did, uh, you got to hear Dustin cry a little bit and beg me to be released from this pain. And I said, no, because no. I'm a mean, no, mean I person. Literally, if, if, Tim, if Tim had said so, if Tim had been like, yeah, okay, we, this podcast would be about uh, muffins now. Because Wait, are there muffins? Like muffins? Baking tips. Hang on, hang on. Are there muffins? No, no, but but if if we didn't have to watch Walking Dead, we could have baked some. We could have, yeah, that's true. Maybe we can make up some fun segments, just you know, just to make it entertaining for us. We had at dinner, we had the lasagna and some salad, and uh, and. Tim brought key lime pie and Mm -hmm. cherry sorbet, and we were all like, "I wonder how this is going to go." Really good, really magical. Yeah, yeah. We have to talk about the show. Okay, we We do. Um, Nick washed ashore, all naked and wet, glistening, and and rolled up onto the sand with his torso. Young for you. He played Tom Riddle. You're right. It's disgusting. I should stop. But thank you. No. That anyway, man with that, he that was played Tom little Tom Riddle. Yeah. Little Tom Riddle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little bitty Tom Riddle. Well, he was a teenager then too, so he's like 24, 25. So he's he's the reason to watch the show. Yeah, he's Nick's the, the he's the only I sensible human being on the show. Talk to animals and snakes and whatnot. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> so so Nick rolls up and he like. Finds this uh, refugee camp that's completely empty except for some zombies, which he quickly dispatches one and takes his blood and pours it upon himself he like Beyonce does every morning. No, that was drawn out. He, he like he kited it okay, for a while. He just and... he just like he just like the the first episode of this season, we got 
a lot more interesting things happening in the first couple minutes where they set up a mood and a tension and you're in this abandoned uh, tent. You know, mm-hmm. And that was really cool. And then once they have a character bathed in a zombie bloodbath, uh, then they cut away to um, water lapping, basically. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, I may have checked a few text messages. <laughs> <laughs> I... Well, you can all go and read my tweets on this, and I'm sure that Tim will retweet most of them from oh yeah from sci-fi for me. But retweeting this show is like retweeting watching you know water lapping lapping against the side of a boat mm. uh, because well the the folks the folks that uh, uh, Alicia was talking to found the, them, found found them, and of course they turn out to be evil, uh, as and do. they turn out to be um, talky evil. Oh, our, monologuers. Our uh, because, you know, our there's favorite. a law. Um, and uh, they take over the boat. And it's always the same monologue. Have you ever noticed that? It's oh, like, yeah. You don't know about the world now. No. But, what do but you know? To be fair, to be really fair to our pirates, these characters do not know. Now, they did turn to piracy in like three days because this is still within the first month of the zombie apocalypse. But... They didn't even stop Travis, at Barnes and Noble for a book about it. Travis <laughs> is probably the most insufferable "What's happening?" character I've ever seen on television. Although he actually was effective today. How? Explain to me how Travis did anything effective. Well, uh, he didn't. He got the crowbar and took it up to them, which they didn't actually need because the guy showed up with the gun. But if the if the sniper if the if the guy from the that Nick found didn't have the gun, then that would have come in handy. So the one thing that Travis did that might have been anything was negated by something that Nick. Did. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm not. Tra- Travis is Travis is still the same person who is the slowest motion adapter to the universe that he's in. He is still half. You know, he, he's twenty five percent Rick, seventy five percent Lori, in every one of these episodes. I would I would make that percentage higher. I'd say he's about one hundred and thirty five percent and like no because well we haven't seen him drive. Oh well, and um, they ain't got no boats on the water, cars on the water, Tim. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean he could drive it into the water. Uh, it would be perfectly acceptable. Um, I would love that. I, so, if I might interject, that would be much more interesting yeah. than what they showed us tonight. Oh no. yeah, well, and it, it's just we got the well. well the lion's share of this episode is not no. We really weren't even caring about the invasion on the boat, because it was the standard thing. We're going to split up the people. The guy that that Alicia's been talking to is going to sit there and say, "I can save you. I'm still your friend. I, I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. I'm going to just you know like uh, make you my pirate wife. Basically, you have to sleep with me, and then I'll save you. Mm-hmm. And then oh. she either is. The dumbest human being on the face of the planet, or she's playing along in a really out. bad way. I mean, no, she's I just can't. not. It's not enough. It's not even a. It's not a believable playing along. I would. I think. I. I would agree that she is probably playing along. The problem I have with that is that at a, at this point in our lives, we have watched ten episodes of this show with Alicia in them. Mm-hmm. She has proven to not have any skills. Right. Except for empathy, which is sorely lacking in most of these characters. 
she didn't even, if you'll remember, know that when you clean up someone's vomit, you put your hair in a ponytail. So right, yes. Mm-hmm. In your right. She did not even know that in season one. So how she is going to do anything but be in the way of trying to escape from these, you know, boy band hair pirates. <laughs> I Yeah, who's doing their hair? Because there should not be like massive supplies of shampoo at this point or conditioner. They've all got really pretty hair for the poster clock. Well, they are on a luxury boat. Luxury (laughs) boat's going to have luxury boat items. Well, the pirate, that explains our idiots, but all the pirates showed up like dewy and glistening. Like that redheaded girl when she showed up, it's like those bangs were like blocked and perfect. Like, come on. She got shot in the head, but those bangs. Well, okay, it's a cruise ship stacked. Staffed with CW models. Uh, so, oh, Tim. Yes. Tim, please. Oh, what? Please tell me that their pirate ship is a cruise ship. That would be awesome. Please tell me. <laughs> oh, God. Tim. I want it to be an oil tanker. No, like, they're not going to do it. Can't, gonna do oh, you don't want to get to. Like a prison on, on the water. Oh, like no, you... a big old freighter. And it's got, and it happens to have a, uh, a whole freighter container full oh, of shampoo and conditioner. Yes. Okay, that actually would be funny. Um, a, a Pantene ship. A Pantene ship. <laughs> Pantene so, is not a sponsor of this program. So anyway, Although we will take their money should they want to be. To the pirates show up mm-hmm. and a whole lot of nothing happens. And then and the pirate leader shows up and he's like, we want Travis because he can talk about fixing boats. And we want Alicia because she has good sex with that guy. And then they leave. And the pirates that are left are like, guess what? All you people that didn't get taken on the, the to the next level of piracy, you all got to get shot in the face. And uh, that's a bad mistake because the guy Nick is bringing back is apparently a sharpshooter. And he shirts, shoots redheaded bangs in the head. Yeah, he was like special forces all over that boat. And uh, and then they shiv the other guy. and Which was, by the way, the only moment in the in the show where I was engaged. When... See, this is something that the, the, the Walking Dead used to do in season one. It'd start off with something cool. You would be bored out of your mind for the middle part and then it would be cool at the end so you'd be like oh i've got to come back and see if it's cool again because mm-hmm. you have your your burst of violence and then a and then a setup for the next episode so here are you know travis and alicia have been taken by the pirates they're being held you know they've got to rescue them and we've just got strand back a strand hopped off the boat mm-hmm. and tried to escape in the in and the they, little they sh- launch and, yeah. um which really i mean the majority of this episode is his flashback and do we? And now we get to talk about his flashback. Mm-hmm. So, how do we want to do this? He tries to rip off a dude, and the du- and he ends up in a relationship post Katrina. It's, 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 they yeah. meet during the after the Katrina, the flooding in Katrina. Apparently, in the... Strand's life before the zombie apocalypse was uh, a gay erotic thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he... Okay, erotic business thriller. Oh, right. Yeah. A corporate erotic thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he, in post-Katrina New Orleans, runs afoul of a real estate developer and cons him out of his credit cards. Played and, by Doug Ray Scott. And then uh, when the land developer finds him again, they commence to the bonin, apparently. He's impressed which... by his ability to pick his pocket, apparently. And that starts them on a relationship. Which... Wasn't wasn't a, a so it's pretty woman all over again. Yeah, pretty much. What's his name? The pilot of the boat, the captain. Strand. 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 Yeah. Wasn't he the actor um, who plays him? Wasn't he on that Mitchell and uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Peep Show from uh, the Mitchell and Webb kids? Yes. 
He was, and he was he Big Suze's like boyfriend that would drive yeah, Jeremy he, all crazy. Yeah, because he was like, I have a giant wiener. I believe so. Yeah, and <laughs> that's I. I totally didn't see that until I was thinking about his voice and. He played yeah. Death on a BBC. Uh, I really liked him uh, on that radio show. Play, this show I kind of like him works. on, but not giving him anything to Here's do. Here's really. the problem we've had with Strand this season. We started off, we ended our character creation of Strand in season one. We were like, who is this guy? We want to know. We want to be in, in the know. He's completely in control. He's got yeah. this great voice. He seems to have everything lined up to be you know, a real survivor in control in the zombie apocalypse. And then it spent the last three episodes that you guys did not have to watch basically making him into the of the show. Like, we can't take on new people. We have to get to the Mexico. We are gonna... We... I don't want to help you. I I don't trust you. You don't trust me. I'm just this guy. And it's just like... All that stuff, all that cool stuff that we were hoping we would get from this character mm -hmm. has been lost over these last three episodes. By the for beginning of this episode, I was kind of like, oh, God. I hope Strand dies in the water. And then, you know, this whole new level to his character it doesn't do anything for me because at this point i don't like strand i yeah. don't want to know more about him i want him to die so maybe we can get past this i don't want new people on my boat part of the show this episode actually need to come in the first or the second episode this that stuff all that mm -hmm. there because that's where you sit there and go aha he has a backstory and then when you you have we him, know, now now we know why he wants to get to mexico right. because his boyfriend is there and he's waiting for him and there's a and apparently purpose. that place is about as secure as you can possibly get yeah so but so that means it's going to be filled with zombies oh yes. of course yeah, they're gonna get there yeah, everyone's going to be dead, dead. Uh, because that's that's the law of the Walking Dead world is that there is no safe place. There is nowhere that you can, except for the island that we were on two episodes yeah. ago, and left. And left, yeah. And it was well, you weren't, and I, we're not going to rehash it too much. But halfway through the episode of that episode, Tim and I looked at each other. And like, they're looking for reasons to leave this island. Mm -hmm. Now they're just now they're just going to search for reasons to leave this island, which they should not be doing. Nitpicking the right. zombie-free island. Well, it wasn't zombie-free, but. But it was the kind of thing that you could actually clear out the zombies and fence off the parts where you were, where they weren't, and uh, and you could be kind of defend it against somebody coming up. Um, it was would have been a really decent place to try and ride out whatever's going on they at least for a while. Probably left that where it was sitting so they could come back to it after. They oh no! Find out that. No, no, they will never come back to it. They will. They will. I no. I have. I have a tiny theory. Would you like to hear my tiny theory? Oh yes. Um. So last episode, we had Alex and Josh, the plane survivors. We finally saw them, and their uh, potential was completely squandered by this mm -hmm. show. Uh, the episode before, we had the survivalist teenager and his little brother who were left on the zombie island. I have this little tiny theory uh... that at some point... Perhaps in the next couple of episodes, we may be revisited by these characters in a way that is going to be interesting. Now, I am I am projecting my imagination onto this show that has since shown no imagination. Uh, but I do. I am just. I'm trying to hold out hope because because season two of The Walking Dead was so bad, 
and we all powered through it. Oh, we did. I mm-hmm. And season three became began a real uptick for that show. That by the it took season four before we actually any of us liked it again. Right. Yeah. But so I'm really hoping that season two of Fear the Walking Dead is we're in that territory. We're in season two of The Walking Dead. Because remember, AMC was like, oh, we've got this great hit show. Let's slash the budget and make them sit on a farm for, you know. Talk about finding somebody they aren't even looking for. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm feeling. I'm, Little I, girls lost in the I'm woods. I'm really, really getting that from what's going on right now. Oh, this Fear the Walking Dead did great for the first season. Let's put them all on a boat. That's a set location. We can save a lot of money. We can put two zombies for episodes. Yeah. So there's no makeup budget whatsoever. Exactly. I really but yeah, but it's it's the same problem we had there. You're squandering what you've got, and not only that, it's it's exactly what the problem with this show has been from the beginning. We've seen this all before. Mm-hmm. There is nothing new here. Yeah, the character archetypes are exactly the same as everything we've seen before. Please, AMC, if you're listening to us. Make a change. Do something. Well, with last throw, episode, throw a, a, bunch, a parachuting Elvis in there. I don't care. Whatever. See, Walking Dead, Las Vegas. Walking Dead, Las Vegas. There you go. We're Same. giving. We're throwing out gems, Kirkman. Throwing out gems. Well, and you and I talked about we wanted like a, a northern and a, a southern. Yeah, another southern. Like one set in Iowa and one set in Texas, where you'd have your extremes of temperature mm-hmm. and having to deal with the fact that you know the environment and the and the landscape and the everything would just be completely different than these humid sort of, you know, arid, whatever it is. Um, Two different things. Yeah, exactly. But well, that's still, just, but like, that's just it. I mean, we, we've gotten, we've got mossy zombies from walking dead. Right. And we've got waterlogged and, or dried out zombies from fear of the walking dead right now. I, you know, cause you know, that's Dustin's idea was you have a, a military team who is sent in to actually start clearing out zombies. That's their job. Because he did the math. I did math. He did math. He did math. He did, did math. math, where he figured out exactly how long it would take to clear out the East Coast. Well, I wanted to know how long it would take to clear out Georgia. Right. Because I was thinking about it last, last season during Walking Dead. And of all the states in the Union, you want Georgia. Well, no, that's but that's where the said. show is set. Oh. And, and so I was like, okay, there's like 13 people on our regular ensemble for Walking Dead, how many zombies would they have to kill before they could clear out essentially the population of Georgia? So I looked up the population of Georgia and it was something like 9 million. And so, okay, there are 13 people there and I did did some math, some poking and prodding with the calculator. And it turned out that if just our 13 main characters of The Walking Dead killed nine zombies a day each, they would not only have Georgia, but the entire eastern seaboard cleared out in 14 days is that um well did you some kind of exponential kind of no but think like like you know i would need i would need a few days doubling your pennies every day i mean but turns into a million dollars before 30 days no it's it's no it's really literal math like (laughs) all i have to do is kill nine zombies a day and I get this very luxurious bath mat. Exactly. <laughs> but so you know, I but think about it. If there, I think that would be a great, you know, because it's not hard math to do. You can just look at population. But there's a show no, there. But but there's a show there of if you'd have a team come in, you'd have this, you'd have actual. How many hours? So just they each have to kill nine zombies a day. A day. That's eight. That's all. That's all. Okay. 
Um, because I think it was a show, it was an episode we were watching that was I like... I worry about my production levels. They, well, it was an episode where something like, they were killing like insane amounts of zombies in that show. And I was like, we've been watching these people kill zombies for four years. How many, like, shouldn't they be like, we're kind of running out of zombies, like, because, you know, population is finite. Take, I think it would take 13 people about a month and a half just to clear out Atlanta. Hang on, I'm gonna go get my phone. <laughs> oh God, and he drops the mic too. So, but in any event, in any event, these are shows that we would want to watch instead of what we're watching. Oh yes, yes. we do keep talking about something that's not actually being well, produced. but that's just yeah, and, and that's kind of the problem is that is that there's. I don't even know if I know how to make this show better. I'll be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. um, because I really I don't. None of the characters, with the exception of Nick, have actually established themselves as being worth paying attention to. We have another teenage boy who we need to pitch overboard because he is the worst. He's you know he's, he's not only is he Carl, but Chris. he's yeah. Chris is uh, uh, Carl. Uh, Carl at least had the hat. Carl's hat and uh, <laughs> the hat. You know the the voice of the hat that told you to kill. Um, Chris is. Chris's inner voice is like, uh... Should I do this? Because I'm dumb. Am I supposed to do stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, On the other hand, he does have have a dumb line, which someone does get to say something smart to him, which is, you know, should I shoot them? And the bad guy points out, if you have to ask, then yes, you should shoot them. Um... And uh, this is just sort of the establishment of how this entire cast works. It was nice that we had that touching, you know, teaching moment. Oh, yeah. If you have to ask, you might as well do it. Survival tips from the weird-faced uh, outlaw pirate man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's and that's the fact that that was kind of one of the higher points of the episode. That and you know, like I said, the, the strand backstory. There wasn't. I didn't have a problem with the backstory. It should have come two episodes ago. But I think... so we so we weren't hating him so much at this point, right? But here's the the, the problem I have with the backstory is this is a story conceit that the Mothership show dropped three seasons ago. We mm-hmm. have not had a flashback to somebody's happy life before the zombie apocalypse in years. And ain't nobody missed it. Have Why? we not? Michelle? I guess not. No, I don't well, remember that was one. Dream sequence. But that was the well yeah, but that was her flashback. That was her that was the dream sequence was kind of her, you know, a version of the truth. Mm-hmm. I, that, that didn't bother me because he's the only character we haven't gotten a backstory and the only way we were getting a backstory was if it's a flashback or well no consider this getting the flashback is better than getting the monologue oh I hate the monologue so much because mm-hmm. the monologue yeah, the monologue could happened, happen I was a pharmacist and I used to I used to scoop pills into bottles and now look at me I'm scooping brains out of myself <laughs> it's stupid yeah no and we, we had that was season two we had everybody had the, everybody had their minute and a half monologue. Yes, yeah, so which we timed. To stand in, in front of the camera and talk about. So at least we got a flashback and Doug Ray Scott. So, yeah. It still did not make me interested in Strand. Well, for what it's worth, I'd like to see Strand and his lover reunited again. Why not? Well, but they're see, not they... going to do anything else interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd had. If... Not if you had watched the previous three episodes, you would have watched that character just be horrible to 
everyone. So at this point, it's like you're adding, trying to add sympathy to a character we have lost sympathy for. And you're, once you've lost sympathy for a character, it's really hard to get that sympathy back. Yeah, but apparently, yeah. Strand, <laughs> apparently, Strand's got the key to Mexico because they yeah. ended up rescuing him at the very, very, very end. Oh, there's spoilers in this. In this, by the way, so if you haven't watched the show, well, why are you listening to podcasts before you watch a show? Of course, he's Your got fault. the key to Mexico. Uh, Thomas Abigail like wants his power bottom back, so gotta have a power bottom. And just so you are aware, I in no way am joking. There's no way that Strand is a top. No one who is that controlling in their normal life. Is I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, I'll just take your word on that. <laughs> What's so interesting? It's just, how, it's just how it works with tops and bottoms. If you're yeah. top at work, you're a bottom at home. It's the way it goes. Because you're tired of being a top. I mean, you gotta have to take a break. Sense. Yeah, it's a, it, yeah. These are these are this is what this is. We will teach you things here yeah. on so, Apocalypse. Okay. And listeners, if you if you have an opinion on that, please comment below. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the population of Georgia right now. Is 10 mil, 10.1 million people divided by 13 people. Each person would have to kill 776, 777,000 walkers. So, divided by nine, that's uh, maybe I was a little off. Where was by a few at a zero <laughs> at a zero still like it's not much it's... but you could but you could it's something you could realistically do if, if that's what you wanted to do you could do it and if you had like a because it would the show would be called clear and it would star that one dude with the stick <laughs> well oh, but, but, but remember last season the we the vast majority of the military was portrayed as being just horrible horrible people you know, they, were, <laughs> well, they were i mean they were inept they were incompetent they were power hungry you know, we would introduce a character who was sympathetic, and then basically well, we know, just completely the... destroy him. And that's a, it's a standard for this for zombie anything is the military is terrible. It but is, it's... it is because well, it is, and it's it's justified. And I'm going to tell you why, because you know, despite the wonderful things that the military does to keep us safe from harm, etc., there are dicks in every organization, oh, well, of course. and those dicks ultimately rise to the top, and they make mistakes. <laughs> Vietnam, anybody? Oh, sure. That but, wasn't run by competent people. But every now and again, it would not be a bad idea to tell a show where not every single military person was completely useless, and you I had to think, burn down the I whole city. I think that we got that last season, because after that military, the leader jerk died, the military guys who were left were like, look... You know, we have our own families. We're going to go and try and save our families. And I think that's actually not... Oh, I think it's completely justified. Yeah. But it's, again, we had... It's just like 28 Days Later or every other zombie picture where the military guys decide, well, we're just going to run things like our own private kingdom now. And it's just... It's just <laughs> the dumbest damn thing. The, the whole... When he was knocking golf balls, I'm like, come on. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's, you know... At the end of the day, we're looking for something that's more interesting than what we're watching, because we again we've seen it before. Yep. We watched it. We watched it all. We watched it all through The Walking Dead. And if this if, maybe if this show had actually been on the air six years ago, well, at play, the same time as the play, first season of Walking, let's Dead. play devil's advocate to ourselves mm -hmm. and and think for a minute about how it could be different. Because I'm trying to, I've been tr sitting here trying to think what they could do to change this show. 
to make it something that I would be totally stoked about. And it's a zombie show, and I believe that that's how people would act. Ultimately, the the evil ones would be the ones running things until well, they aren't anymore. Well, we talked about this last week. Every piece of scientific data about natural disasters and all of human history says you are wrong. They had Katrina on this show today. The people of Katrina, the people who were affected by the disaster, did not go around raping and mutilating each other and stealing cats for laundry. They helped each other. They banded together as a community and they dug themselves out of the shit. The bad people got arrested. And the good people Sadly, maybe built their city back. Sadly, 10 years later got finally yeah. Right. sentenced. Yeah. But. So, the I mean, yes, it's it's good drama. Well, we talked about this last week, too. It doesn't have to be. It's good drama to watch morally ambiguous characters have morally ambiguous times. It but. is. It is. But I think the circumstances surrounding this are, are a lot different because, because the ki- types of natural des- disasters you're talking about are very localized where support systems could be put in place. This is about the crumbling of an entire society and the inability of people to be able to share food, essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, Resources. but also remember that the, this particular thing, we're maybe at most a couple of months into this. this yeah, should, I was going to ask about There would still be infrastructure. There's still infrastructure. Well, I mean, we, timeline we, on a Walking Dead show is really Yeah, hard. so we, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we are trying to Because uh, if I try actual, to do the math on Walking Dead, it's only been like nine months. Yeah, time and distance do not, do not actually uh, apply. I think that but, they've done enough time jumps to justify that Carl's, Carl's 15 now. It's like two, two and a half years of regular Walking Dead time. Can, Judith is still an infant. And no, we're talking no, season three when she's... She's a toddling around. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. But you, uh, can yeah. Tell, you can tell the timeline by Judith's age. Because Lori found sort out of. she was pregnant... Kind of. ...in season Maybe. two. So that means she was probably conceived right, either right before or right after the Zompocalypse. And so that's nine months to her birth. And now she's... 18, 24 months old, somewhere in there. She's still, you know, not talking yet, but not, you know, maybe walking. We've never seen her walk, but I'm sure that baby can walk. Uh, so, yeah, it's probably been about three years on on the Mothership show. On I, this, it's maybe a couple of months. Maybe. Yeah. May, maybe eight weeks. We and I, I, would, I, would be hard, I would be hard-pressed to think that, that they'd be able to justify it being more than a few, you know, Two months on the outside, but it's so yeah. It's the idea that it's all going to collapse so quickly. Each episode feels like two months. Well, oh, yes, there's that too. And you guys just watched the one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm not going to apologize for that. Well, and we're, and we're not going to ask you to, nor are we going to apologize for putting it through you. Mm. You threw it because well, I did get we, yeah, that's right. There was there was and there was key lime pie. Mm. And oh, there we go. So um, anyway, so folks, if you have an opinion about this particular uh, show or uh, any Walking Dead or Undead type things, uh, we'd or love to hear about or it. bottoms. Oh uh, yes. I'll, I'll talk tops and bottoms all day. Yeah, so uh, that, that might be a different show. Let's do let's do a quick improvise ask <laughs> Dustin here in a minute. Can we do that? Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so um, let us know. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and and Facebook. Uh, sci-fi for me and horrorforme.com. 
Um, thank you, uh, Anne Marie and Curtis, for being here tonight. It's been too long. It's been. It's. I seriously do miss you guys, and I feel awful. I haven't been here. I do. Mm -hmm. I do well, feel bad about. You it. actually have a. a, a the art thing going on there and we that we're happy about that well you know one of these days i'll start getting paid for that kind of stuff on the regular and that'll be nice including i've heard uh, rumors of this sort of thing happening this show but i don't need pay for this show because i get to hang out with my friends now what you guys don't know is we've known each other for years now mm -hmm. we've, we've all been yeah. buddies for years um so there's a little bit of we, shorthand here so but, when you're trying to know, figure out what the hell we're talking about we know we're we know what we're doing <laughs> we are not as confused the as you funny are thing, despite yeah. what we sound like we all really got to know each other we all kind of well i didn't really know amory but we all really got to know each other on fetch slash american maniacs like yeah, right. i had only met curtis one other time before that mm -hmm. and i knew tim well, we hadn't worked on anything we have together. no we hadn't worked together we just do each other and, and then i made the two of you room together where we watched better off ted episodes and froze for a week yeah. and a half <laughs> so you know we can really thank that just just terrible booby for creating what we see here before us today you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> all right so, folks um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up because we are this is now we our longest podcast uh, so which is okay there's more of us now mm -hmm. well, tonight. we'll be true. back it's, to our yeah we'll be back to our well, wait a minute i want to do the s just before we, do, <laughs> before we sign off i just want to do Curtis one is trying to save us from this. Curtis Sorry. is referring to uh, another one of my web shows that has apparently flamed out spectacularly so well, I'd like to introduce a segment called Ask Dustin, where um, we would well, I will ask him about a problem, and he will um, give me some advice. I'll and be if ready for if, your question. If, there, if this not, does not actually appear in the podcast, folks, <laughs> if I accidentally edited it out, you've been warned. I have just, dear, dear Dustin. Oh, no. I have just survived the complete destruction of society, and I am curious about my relationship status with my very handsome Latino boyfriend. And he lives in Mexico. I've got to go to Mexico. Do you think he's still alive? Well, there's always a chance. I always look for the hope. But I also look at scruff pretty regularly for the people that are within my one mile radius so you know i don't think there's anything wrong with doing that while we trek to mexico to find our hot latino <laughs> boyfriends just in case i i, I agree thank you the yes. and there you this have has it been asked Dustin. Uh, yeah thanks so for the comedy minute for the idea if, uh, <laughs> if you have comments or questions or <laughs> Other things, complaints, complaints, can complaints, be sent to, complaints to. Uh, uh, but anyway, oh, any any complaints can be addressed to your nearest wall. So. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, thanks for listening. Again, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and and sci-fi for me horror for me dot com. Um, we will be back next week uh, down yeah. to our, our our lonely twosome. Maybe um, we'll find another guest. I think we should. Maybe, you know, spend, spend spend week back I mean, it's likely guests. I'll be back oh, because yes. now my Game of Thrones vibe is off. I'm, oh. Now I've got this going. Awesome. <laughs> yes. HBO has lost a customer. We have oh, no. we have we have much to answer for. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones will survive without Curtis. I for a know, couple of weeks. but uh, oh, anyway, yeah. uh, we hope you. That's why Jesus invented uh, DVR. <laughs> <laughs>
We hope you folks have enjoyed listening to this. We had fun uh, recording it, and we will see you next week here on Zompocalypse Now. This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. 